welcome to the Stories of Light podcast. Are you an entrepreneur searching for God-centered mentors and inspiration to help you build your business on a foundation of purpose and passion? Are you striving for success or seeking to serve the kingdom? Do you want to build your business His way? You're in luck, friend. I'm Heather, and I'm so excited to share the stories of people just like you who are not only a light for Christ through their business, but are willing to share their wisdom and pour into you. Get excited for today's interview. All right, guys, are y'all ready for today's interview? I'm so excited for you to meet a brand new friend of mine that I know that I did not meet by chance. I know that the Lord put her in my life and you guys are going to be thrilled to hear a little bit of her story as well. So today I'm going to introduce you to Candy Williams, and she is the Associate Director of Paid Media at Ramsey Solutions, which is kind of a big deal because if you've been following me for a while, I love Dave Ramsey. I actually went through Financial Peace University twice and then led it one other time. And I went from being a deep in debt, burned out boutique owner to now being debt free and on baby step. I'm on eight. Is that right? I think we decided I need to go back and review them, but I was like, I think, or seven, seven. Yeah, there's no, there's not eight, there's seven. Anyway, I'm like at the end, which is so exciting. So better. Hang on. Well, yeah, eight, I guess is when we're in the kingdom, not quite ready for that yet. Yeah. So <laughs> we don't want that, but you guys are going to love Candy. Actually, Candy, I might even let you share the story of how we met and connected through my girlfriend from college's wedding. It was a pretty funny one. So Candy, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. Of course, my pleasure. <laughs> and so we met, it was so funny. Actually, I was looking to find our friend, Lauren, because we were both there to visit her wedding. We actually crossed paths in the spa, trying to find Lauren. And then I met Heather, this the happenstance of like, oh, I'm here for a friend's wedding. Oh, me too. And we just chatted it up real quick. And then I went to find Lauren in her suite as she was getting ready for her wedding day. And she was just looking through her phone and she was looking for something. I was like, I've got to introduce to my friend, Heather. And I was like, actually, I've already met her. And she just started, it was like, well, you need to watch her Insta stories. You need to look through her Instagram profile because she's obsessed with Dave Ramsey and y'all just have to meet each other. And so she took time out of her wedding reception. I'm sure it was like minutes after she entered. It wasn't long. And she grabbed you and grabbed me, like walked across the reception area to introduce us to each other. And it was just so sweet. It's like of all the things you have to do that day at that time to make sure that we connected, I thought it was awesome. So I loved it. Lauren for sure has a heart to serve. And that's one of the reasons I know for a fact that the Lord put us in each other's life because it was just two serendipitous meetings in that one day. I was like, what? And then even crazier. So Candy and I are actually both married and we both have two children. Candy's a boy mom. I've got two girls and neither of our husbands were actually able to attend the wedding. So we were both there, not single, but we were both there without a date. Yeah. And so it made it even more special that we were really able to chat and get to know each other a little bit more and find out more about Candy's life and a little bit more about her testimony. And I was so excited when she said yes to letting me interview her today. So Candy, thank you again for being here. Of course. Yay. Okay. So let's get to know the backstory, Candy. So I would love, and I know you shared a little bit with me, but tell me about your life growing up. You're also a Georgia girl, grew up in Statesboro, not too far from me, but tell us about your life growing up, where you're from, all that good stuff. Yeah. I grew up in Statesboro, moved there in about third grade and it's just a small town not too much to do. So didn't get in too much trouble growing up, but then I uh, went off to the University of Georgia, which is where we met our friend in common, just to kind of spread my wings and learn a little bit more about myself. But definitely a Georgia girl at heart and a Southern girl at heart. Live in Nashville now and 
enjoy being able to find sweet tea when I go out to get out to eat that sort of thing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Once you're a Southern girl, it's kind of hard to leave that. Right. And I know Nashville kind of yeah. fills both that voice because you got a little bit of a bigger city, but you still get that definitely a lot of country up there. I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's one thing I love about Nashville. You can drive 10 minutes and be in the heart of the city and have amazing restaurants and go to some amazing concert or 10 minutes South and there's cows and farmland and just dirt and everything else. So I just love that, that you have both of them in Nashville. That's awesome. I know I was hoping and I'm still hoping to maybe get up there for the Need to Breathe concert this Friday. So maybe I'll get to see you again. If not, I will have to make a trip up there and see That's each other awesome. in person and maybe come do my debt-free scream. We were talking about that too. So <laughs> <It'd be> amazing. <laughs> well, tell us about your faith journey, Candy, too. Did you grow up in the church or what, what did that look like for you? Yeah. So I grew up in the church. It's one of those things we were always at vacation Bible school and Sunday school. And we've changed denominations over the years as we've moved houses or parents found a better fit for them. But I was kind of reflecting on that. I've like, I always grew up in the church, but I think my relationship has developed over the years. It became more mm-hmm. of something that I understood was a good thing to do to actually wanting to seek in that direction and listen. I know one of the turning points in my life was in high school. The Walk to Emmaus does a younger version called Chrysalis. And so I went on that retreat, for lack of a better word, Mm -hmm. when I was in high school. And that was a huge turning point for me of just fully understanding what it meant to follow Christ. And I would say having kids was the other turning point. I think having kids, you suddenly comprehend what it means to give up your life for someone else or to give up your son's life. Like that was very huge for us to kind of, even my husband, that was kind of a turning point for him of like, oh, now I get what it means to love that deeply. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. You're exactly right. I think sometimes we don't spend enough time really thinking about the sacrifice that God made for us by putting his son on the cross. I mean, that's huge. And so as a mom, two sons, I bet that did make it very, very real for you. And I don't yeah, know that it more ta- comprehensible. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I don't know that we talked about Walk to Emmaus. I, I'm trying to remember if we did. No, we didn't. Walk- no, I yeah. don't think so. We have so much in common. This is crazy. So I did Walk to Emmaus, I think it was uh, three years ago. And it was unbelievable. My husband and I did it together. And you're exactly right that for anybody who's really wanting to kind of take their faith to the next level, and especially Chrysalis, I cannot wait for my daughter to go through that because it really is, it just helps you to better understand what it looks like to live out, living your life for Christ, right? And I love that experience. So tell me about your work. So how in the world did you get started with Ramsey Solutions? What a cool job. I love what I do and I love where I work. It's one of those things that's like, even on Friday when you're exhausted and tired, you've been running so hard. I come back again Monday and I'm so excited. I learned about Ramsey Solutions a long time ago, probably over a decade ago. Because I remember Mark and I were living in Rhode Island at that time. And we were at that place in our lives where it was before kids. We had double income. And we were nowhere near rock bottom, but we weren't doing a good job either with our money. We knew we needed to do better. We didn't know what better meant yet. So I'd say at that time, we were kind of searching for answers. We were a little bit ignorant and confused. And financially, we were kind of just throwing darts and going, well, that seems like the right thing to do. I remember my dad said we should do this thing and not actually comprehending or knowing what it meant. Mm -hmm. So Mark, my husband came across Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover book. And I think he handed it to me on some kind of audio books. I remember taking a train down to New York for work and listening to it then and being like, huh, I actually understand what this guy is talking about. And I want to keep listening. So I remember just telling my husband, like, this is actually interesting. I want to know more. So continued down that path of consuming more of 
Dave Ramsey's content, actually started to put it to work. And then life changed and shifted. He got let go from his job. We had to figure out what to do, move back from Georgia, and things shifted and changed. And then we ended up, years later, ended up moving to Nashville and applied for, to work here. And then the first time, for several times, I was, uh, application didn't make it through. It wasn't the right time. I look back and go, that wasn't the right position. That wasn't the right time. That wasn't the right business unit here. But then it did open up after I worked an agency job of several years in Nashville, a position opened up here that I was right for. And after a long interview process, we were very intentional about that. I was able to start working at Ramsey Solutions. So I've been here about six years. Oh my gosh, six years. That's so cool. And I love that it was all in the Lord's timing. And just like you said, it's not always in our timing, right? But the fact that you had had the foundation from your family, but then also Dave does make it so simple, but something you touched on was a big awakening aspect for me. And the reason I had to do FPU twice. So FPU is Financial Peace University, which is a class that I know a lot of churches will put on. And then sometimes like I actually did one virtually not too long ago. So sometimes people will take them on independently. But Dave always says that it's 80% behavior and 20% yeah. knowledge. So it sounds exactly. like you were kind of like me where we had that knowledge component, right? We're like, oh, that totally makes sense. I got this. But really yeah. until you put it into action and it becomes a habit, it does not transform your life, right? So what does that look like for you guys? How would you say since you've been working there, or since you've been implementing it? I mean, we've been debt-free for several years now, but I would say going through financial peace for us caused a lot of hard conversations because there's a, as marriage, there's a lot of assumptions you make of like, well, he handles that, or this is my role or that sort of thing. Financial Peace University caused us to have the hard conversations of like, well, I think you mean this, or I feel this way when I can't spend all those really hard conversations that you just brush under the rug because it's never a good time to have them. Financial priests kind of brought that to the light and helped us have those constructively. And I would say now life is a lot more intentional. It's not just mm -hmm. money-wise it's intentional. That has flowed over into every aspect of our life of more intentional with our time and our calendar. It's a lot more purposeful with our actions and what we're going to do. And I'm not saying it's controlling because that's like, mm -hmm. I think what most people kind of run away from, it's not controlling. It's just, I'm in control. Mm -hmm. It's like there's freedom and boundaries. It's like as a parent, right? We set up the rules and the guardrails or the boundaries for our kids. And even though it can feel constricting to them, sometimes it's having those principles in place in one area of your life. It sounds like for you guys that have spilled into your marriage and to other areas, that is oh, amazing. <laughs> I love it. So are you the spender or are you the saver? I am the spender. I think I have a true gift to shop. I am the friend that's like, oh, you need a Christmas dress for the party? I will help you. Please let me help you. So I think I have a true talent for it, but I'm also a value bargain hunter. So I also like to get something for not full price. So a little bit of a nerd there as far as, but I know I can get it for 20% off with this coupon. I'm going to search the websites and so definitely a spender, but I do it within reason now. I'm sure that the budget has kind of helped, right? Because then that takes your nerdy side. Like, are you the nerd or are you the free spirit? I'm more free spirit, but I know enough to be nerd-like. So that's what's so funny is because we both have, we have our major account, which both of our paychecks go into that we pay all the bills from. We both have fun money accounts. So mm -hmm. I have allotment of like, it doesn't matter whether it's nails or shoes or food or whatever it is, I'm free to spend how I want to. So it's a lot more freedom of like, whatever I need to spend it on, it's my fun money. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's exactly what I do. I think we talked about that at the wedding that having my yeah. little Heather fun money account. I'm yeah. like, if I buy four tickets to need to breathe, I literally bought four cities and I'm, it's looking like I'm going to go to just two of them. 
but if I want to spend my money that way or give in that way, because I know giving yeah. is something that Dave talks a lot about and the importance of being generous with your money too. So I'm sure that that, because it's live, save, give, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, what is it like to work there? I'm sure the culture there is just so well-known and well-renowned, but tell us what it's like to work at Ramsey Solutions. I love working here. One thing I think about it is that because our work is so important, we work so hard. It's when one of those places where people have come in from other Christian companies and go, oh, you don't use the Christian company as an excuse to sit back on your laurels. You use the Christian company as more of a crusade mentality, which is one of our core values of, we know there's so many people outside of these walls that we need to help. We're not going to take no for an answer. We're not going to run into a bug on a website and just, oh, well, there's no way around it. No, we care so much about impacting people that don't work here that we have to figure it out. We're not going to just sit back and let things happen to us. I love that so much. And I know that truly for probably everybody that works there, we were chatting about this before we hopped on, that it really is, it's a mission what you guys are doing. You're changing lives and you're doing it in the name of Christ, but you're doing it in a way that even if somebody's maybe not given their life to Christ, that they can mm -hmm. still apply the principles and then get a little bit of that gospel sprinkled in because it's all straight up biblical, right? All of the advice that Dave talks about, all of the things that you have implemented in your life and your marriage, they're all right there <laughs> in the yeah. Bible, right? It's so common it's, sense for a reason. And we teach common sense, that same thing to your grandma taught, but it's more of like reminding people what common sense is. And it's also common sense because it's biblical. So it's kind of, we use some of these conversations about money to start having the deeper conversations about Christ. Love it. Conversations about money to have the deeper conversations about Christ. You're exactly right. And I think that's why the Lord has continued to bless Dave and his company and the ministry that you guys are doing. So within company, I know you guys use a lot of tools, especially in business. I was part of the Entree Leadership Program that you guys put on. And there were a lot of helpful business tools like the DISC Assessment and so many more. What are some that you would recommend to someone who is a business owner, an entrepreneur that they could implement into their life in business, but kind of integrating that faith aspect as well. What comes to mind first, and maybe because you mentioned it, but Entree Leadership has a weekly report tool. It's a great structure, but I think the meaning behind it is talking to your people often. So the weekly report tool allows you to have your direct reports fill out how their week was, their highs and lows, their workload, that sort of thing. So you have insight to what's going on. The meaning behind that is that you are more connecting with your people. So all of my direct reports, I have one-on-ones with every week. And we're not just going to have conversations about performance or progress or benchmarks. We're talking about how's life? How's your wife? How are you mm. feeling about this thing that's happening right now? So I think the intention behind that is having, you may have a tool, but the tool needs to support what your greater objective is. And a lot of times with leading people is I need to connect with you to understand how to help you grow. I love that. So what I'm hearing from you is, is really... There is a strategy, right? And that can be in that weekly check-in tool, but it's really about serving and connecting and building relationships with your team. And whether that's your employees or for you, direct reports, or like for me and my network marketing business, of course, it's my team. And I think you're right that we can sometimes get a little bit caught up in the steps or the strategy, but ultimately, mm -hmm. again, that's a boundary in place to allow us to better connect with the actual person and get to know them and where they are and how we can better serve them, right? Yeah. And I find myself when I'm in a place of self-doubt or not full health, I will start looking to the internet for the solution or the tool or the fix. 
And my best self steps back and goes, what do I actually want to accomplish? And do I even need a thing for that? So getting back to like, what do I actually want to do before I even start searching the internet and being clouded with everybody else's opinions? What am I actually trying to do here before I look for a fix for it? I love that. Well, Candy, can you think of a time in your business where you just knew it was super clear that the Lord was in this thing with you? It can be a hard thing, good thing, whatever it is, but is there something that comes to mind that suits that? Yeah. What's funny with this question, I was thinking my transition and roles here at Ramsey Solutions, I used to be on the organic social team and then transition over to the paid media team. And it was funny because on maternity leave, which maternity leave is not a vacation, but it was a time for reflection (laughs) as I was home, my second. And I was doing a little bit of paid media at the time when I was on the organic social team. And I kind of was like, I really enjoyed doing that work. So when I came back after maternity leave, I kind of brought that up of like, hey, I want to do this as full time. They're like, oh, okay, let us talk about it. So a lot of conversations had to happen to transition, but also started being, I knew I wanted to do it. I didn't know if I could do it. Hmm. I started getting filled with self-doubt because the, I was always a pretty good student, but the class I was not good at was math. Math always seemed to be the one that tripped me up and was so hard for me. And now to be entering a job where literally all I do is mostly math all day of like, what is the return and percentage of the, to think of how God has kind of redeemed the not good at math. It's kind of funny to be like, that's what I do all day in and out. And now I'm more confident in it where I was just, it was a limiting belief before of you can't do this. You're not good at this area. Wow. I love it. I don't know who said it, but God always equips the called. And when you feel like you're called to shift in your life or in your business in that way, I feel like you're exactly right. He can change our heart. He can equip us with the skills that we need, even if it's something that we never thought that we could do before. And I love, I'm a total nerd, total nerd. Like I do spreadsheets for fun. So yeah, head knowledge, I got that, but you're exactly right that it's the belief and the behavior And really, I think that has to come from a foundation of faith because otherwise we're going to get in our head. We're going to think like, I can't do this or I can't grow in this way. But I know the Lord, it sounds like he's completely equipped you for this role. And and that's the coolest part about, I'm sure working at Ramsey Solutions is that's, I know that's what they look for is what is your gift and your passion, but then how can we pour into you in that way or lean into teaching you? Because it's when you've got someone who, like you has that belief, that foundation of faith and center around the principles, you can teach things like spreadsheets or (laughs) systems, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember our leader always saying, we can coach most things. We can teach you how to do spreadsheets, but are you coachable? Are you hungry to learn? Are you humble enough to say, I don't know. So knowing that like, oh, those are things I can control. It opened up a kind of permission to be able to tackle it. I love that. I know Dave always talks a lot about goals and dreams. What do you feel like the Lord has put on your heart for the future, either with your family or course in business? Uh, still kind of figuring it out. It's one of those things is like when you get your first dreams, like I kind of accomplished, like we bought a house in the last year or so, those kind of dreams of those first round of dreams have happened. So it's like, oh, we get to dream bigger now. So still a little bit fuzzy. I think my next calling is more developing and empowering others. So kind of stepping out of my tactical role and more into a leadership role. So I'm kind of excited about going into that role. And then one day, maybe starting a side hustle just for fun. But right now that need more time and time is a precious resource with two kids and a full-time job. So that may be a later dream. I love that. I can tell you're like me. You like to stay busy and <laughs> you like to do yeah. as much as you can, but 
there is only so much you can do and you do have to put the, the priorities where you are, right? And I do think that it sounds like one of the big priorities for you would be to develop other leaders too. Now that you're mm -hmm. in that leadership role, I think in the faith walk, it's really discipling others, right? And building up other disciples. So have you heard of the She Works His Way community or Michelle Myers? I know she reads truth, but I haven't heard of those though. You're going to have to send me your address because you <laughs> have got to read this book. It is so good. And that's really what they talk about. Michelle was someone I interviewed early on in the podcast, and she wrote the book with Summer Phoebus, and together they run She Works His Way. So it's a community mm -hmm. of women in all different types of platforms who really, again, just want to be a light for Christ. And, and they really focus on that, building up disciples to help other women build disciples. And I think you would really love definitely reading the book, but potentially even being a part of that community because it's, it's been such a blessing to me. And you've touched on a lot of the things that she touches on too. That'd be awesome. Thank you. Do you have a favorite book outside of, of course, some of Dave's? Do you have a, you know, <laughs> a resource that you love? I'm a voracious book reader because we're always reading here. We're always trying to grow and learn. And sometimes it's reading stuff that's not within our current goals and attack the thing and go after the thing. So one of the ones that comes to mind right now is Big Magic. I think it's by Elizabeth Gilbert. And she talks about how ideas flow from one person to another. And it was just kind of interesting to look through the creative aspect of how ideas are meant to come into fruition. If you're not an open vessel for those, God's going to find another open vessel. It was just interesting the way to look at that subject matter. Yes, I love that book. And I've, I read it. My sister-in-law, who's an artist, she's incredible. Ah, okay. And she told me about that book and I read it. And I was trying to even remember if how deep it went into the faith, but that's exactly where my mind went is the Lord. He has these ideas, right? Like he has the wisdom if we just ask him. And that's the one thing he promises that he will give us is wisdom if we just ask for it. And I think so often we let fear or lack of belief stand in the way from stepping into those ideas. Even like with this podcast, it took me an entire year to, <laughs> to dive into doing it because I kept making up excuses for why it shouldn't be me, right? But ultimately they are gifts and he does equip you, whether it is with hello, like this microphone or the people at the wedding, because I still can't believe that we didn't even know each other two weeks ago. And yet here you are sharing your story and sharing the gospel. It's pretty cool when you just step out of the way and watch him show up and equip you with everything you need to do, whatever it is that he calls you to, right? Yeah. And I'm learning to listen a lot more, not do it in my own strength. As a Enneagram three, I want to run hard and go do all the things and check off my to-do list, but I'm trying to intentionally set time aside to just sit still. Don't consume a podcast. Don't read a book. Just sit there. See if anything, he has to say anything. And sometimes he doesn't. And sometimes you just kind of look at the trees and the sunshine. And sometimes all the ideas start coming to you. So I'm trying to be more intentional about that right now. I hear you, girl. You know, you're speaking to women with the same, <laughs> same things going on here. So what does that look like for you? Because you do work full-time, obviously, at Ramsey mm -hmm. Solutions, and then you're a mama to two little boys and stay super busy. So how do you fit that in? What does your day look like? Yeah, it's about finding pockets, but it's also about intentionally finding pockets. So if I just left it up to chance, it probably wouldn't happen, and I wouldn't spend it wisely. So I started booking a weekly lunch with myself, mm -hmm. and I hid the calendar name so nobody else knows what it's mean. It's labeled like S&S, &S, which is silence and sunshine. So that's time for me to like go to the terrace, read a book, stare out, look at a journal and just eat my lunch in solitude and just step away for a moment because I'm very high. I like to do all the social things and interact all the time, but I'm finding I also need to kind of step away and listen sometimes. My gosh, that is amazing. 
What a great piece of advice that anybody can take, even if you do work from home. It's like you've got to take that time to stop and not just fill the gap with another book or another podcast, right? But to really take time to be silent and to listen because otherwise you're going to miss it, right? You're going to miss that next big inspiration or that next big idea or the next person that could be put in your life for a reason because every person is not an accident. And I'm so thankful that Lauren and the Lord (laughs) connected us. It's pretty cool. Actually, my sister-in-law, that's kind of a funny thing is my sister-in-law that I was telling you about, that's an artist. We're married to brothers and we actually met at a wedding. I used to have a bridal shop in Savannah and she was a maid of honor for one of our beautiful, beautiful brides. And same thing, Roger couldn't go to the wedding. Her boyfriend couldn't come and we just hit it off and we spent the whole night chatting. And a few years later when the bride called and said, I don't know if you remember my friend Elaine, but she's looking for a job. I said, well, I don't know about a job, but I do know about a boy (laughs) she needs to meet. Because I knew in my heart, and I won't take you any credit from it or for it, because I know that it was from the Lord that they were just meant to be together. And so right before Lauren's wedding, Elaine and I were talking and I said, gosh, have you ever been to a wedding by yourself? That's kind of weird, right? And she goes, Heather, that's how we met. (laughs) I I said, maybe I'm going to meet somebody like that at this wedding. There's the purpose for me going by myself. And then lo and behold, enter the spa, enter cute bubbly candy, who just happens to say the bride's name. We connected. And then I'm so thankful that Lauren, like you said, minutes, but as she walked into the reception, she grabbed both of us, left Sean, (laughs) grabbed both of us. And then we were kind of inseparable for the rest of the night too. So which was so so funny because I almost didn't go because I had car troubles literally 24 hours before on the side of the road, tow truck, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, Am I going to be able to drive six something hours by myself on the interstate with a car that broke down 24 hours ago? Like, is this safe? Should I do this? I don't know. At the end of the day, just talking to my husband, it was like, no, this friend is that important. You've already planned for it. Go and we'll figure the rest out. So it's kind of funny to be like, there was resistance and mm-hmm. things thrown in my way but that I had to overcome to make these serendipitous relationships and be there for my friend. Yes, exactly. And it's so worth it. And I'm so thankful that you said yes to even do this and to do it so quickly so we could share this incredible story and the awesome tips and the wisdom that you've shared with us today. So where can people find you, Candy, if they want to follow along your journey? Where are you on social media, all the things? Yeah, on social media, all the things. Candy Williams is my Instagram handle with a name like Candy. I'm able to oftentimes grab the handles that I need. It's not already taken. But yeah, I'm a very open book and I share very easily with any questions anybody has. I'm always wanting to help. That's awesome. And it's candy with an eye, right? Candy with, that's right. Candy with an eye. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm so thankful to have connected with you and I'm still hopeful. I think after we get off, I'm literally going to look at flights again because I'm about <laughs> to die to get up there. <laughs> Who knows? I know if not this week, we will certainly meet again and you have to let me know when you're back in Statesboro. Do you ever come back? Oh. Do you come back this way? Yep. Parents still live there. So it's definitely at least one or two times a year with vacation, spring break, that sort of thing. So yeah, we'll definitely be back there at some point just to visit family. So that'd be fun. I would love that. We definitely have to make it a point to get together again. I have a feeling this is going to be, an, I don't have any more brothers you can marry and you're already married. So we'll, <laughs> it, it's just going to be a friendship then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so thankful for your time. I know you're at work with that beautiful Nashville view right <laughs> behind you. So thank you for being here and for sharing your story, Candy. This was awesome. Of course, it was a blast. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and make sure to share with a friend. 
I'd also be forever grateful if you'd be willing to leave me a review over on iTunes. And don't forget to check out heatherkburge.com for lots more info. Have a great week.